May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. Stop the Shaming of Boys in Schools by Bettina Arndt Many people have been shocked by recent media stories about the shaming of boys in schools. Recently, a teacher at Como Secondary College in Perth stormed into a change room and told boys celebrating a soccer win that they sounded like a bunch of testosterone fueled misogynistic boys. That followed the recent shaming of boys in two Victorian schools where boys were required to apologise for men's violence and denounced as male oppressors. It is odd that so many react with surprise given that shaming of boys as toxic, violent and dangerous has been happening for years in Australia and is part of the school curriculum in many states. With all the interest in the new national curriculum and concern about the growing influence of identity politics in schools, it is telling that no one is focusing on the widespread infiltration of feminist ideology into school programs with male bashing now part of the school teaching across the country. It's all part of the feminist campaign misrepresenting domestic violence. Everyone must have seen the dreadful government television advertisements claiming to reduce domestic violence through promoting respect for women. Little boys slamming doors in girls' faces, rough boys behaving badly, men abusing and terrifying women. This propaganda falsely claims all domestic violence is due to misogyny and disrespect for women, even though there is no good evidence to support this assumption in egalitarian countries like Australia. When the Turnbull government started pouring millions of dollars into the advertising campaign, David Lionhelm grilled education bureaucrats in Senate estimates, asking for the research evidence supporting the campaign. After stalling for months, all they could come up with were the international studies showing the connection if you include deeply misogynistic countries like Saudi Arabia and Afghanistan. There is no data supporting the link in countries like the UK, America or Australia. This male bashing campaign ignores 40 years of international research showing the complex causes of this social problem. Causes may include mental illness, drug and alcohol problems and exposure to family violence where mothers are just as likely to be violent as fathers. Research shows that in violent homes, it's not just the dad who is aggressive. Mothers are just as likely to be violent. Look at this important study from the Australian Institute of Criminology, which asked young people whether they'd ever witnessed their dads bashing their mums or the other way around. Whilst the author, David Indermau, trumpets the finding that almost a quarter of the kids had witnessed their fathers attack their mothers, he totally buries the most important result. Almost the same percentage had seen their mothers attacking their fathers as had seen their mothers being abused by their dads. It's not surprising that our authorities ignored this research finding and have not conducted similar research since. They are too busy singing from the feminist songbook. 
This reciprocal violence is also exactly what the huge body of international research has been showing. There's been well over 1,700 research studies showing most violence is two-way, involving male and female perpetrators. Across Australia, we have programs in schools which teach children a very different view of domestic violence, which deny the children's own experience. We are teaching kids that their mother's violence doesn't matter, even though children are more likely to be abused or even murdered by their mothers than their fathers. We're teaching them that we don't care about girls who abuse other girls or women who attack men, that we only care about men's violence. Tragically, that means boys who are being abused don't dare speak out. Think about how many male victims appeared before the Royal Commission into Institutional Sexual Abuse talking about experiences that happened when they were boys, which they never dared reveal. We are still silencing boys who are abused emotionally, physically or sexually by adults, their parents or other kids. That is a disgrace. For years, I have had teachers and other experts approaching me about this issue, leading to a series of YouTube videos, one with a teacher denouncing Victoria's respectful relationship programs, another showing the systemic denigration of males in South Australian school child protection courses, then there's White Ribbon, which runs programs across the country denying women's role in family violence and labelling men as the sole aggressors. I am now working with a new organisation, Mothers of Sons, which is speaking out about injustice toward men and boys. This is a group of ordinary women whose sons have suffered extraordinary ordeals in our anti-male legal system and workplaces. Do have a look at the website and listen to some of their shocking stories. They are also running a very lively Facebook page, posting all the news stories about what's happening to men in our society. Mothers of Sons has just launched a new campaign to stop the shaming of boys in schools. Take a look at this brief video giving you a glimpse of what's going on in our schools. Shaming boys has been in the news with two Victorian schools being exposed for making boys apologise for being male. At Brower College in Warrnambool, boys had to stand up and apologise to girls for men's violence. We all got labelled as predators. They told us to stand up and turn to a girl in our um, class and say sorry. And at Parkdale Secondary College, a youth worker made boys stand in class and then attack them as male oppressors. Many people seem shocked this is happening, yet for years now boys have been being shamed in our schools. White Ribbon is an anti-male violence organisation which for years has been working in schools teaching students about domestic violence. But they tell them only one side of the story. I will stand up, speak out and act to prevent men's violence against women. I'll stand up, speak out, and act to prevent men's violence against women. The White Ribbon Battle Plan is all about denying women's role in family violence and shaming boys for male violence. Research shows that in violent homes, it's not just the dad who is aggressive. Mothers are just as likely to be violent. Look at this important study from the Australian Institute of Criminology, which asked young people whether they'd ever witnessed their dads bashing their mums or the other way around. Almost the same percentage had seen their mothers attacking fathers as had seen their mothers being abused by their dads. 
That's exactly what the last 40 years of international research has been showing. There's been well over 1,700 research studies showing most violence is two-way, involving male and female perpetrators. Here's a Canadian psychiatry professor explaining the findings. The first one that I wanted to tell you about is that men are the victims of intimate partner violence at rates comparable to women. Yet White Ribbon is out in schools across Australia denying children's own experience, teaching kids that their mother's violence doesn't matter, even though children are more likely to be abused or even murdered by their mothers than their fathers. We are teaching them that we don't care about girls who attack other girls or women who abuse men. We only care about violent men. Why aren't students asked to stand up against women's violence against men and children? White Ribbon has repeatedly refused to acknowledge the true statistics about violence. Their goal is only to shame men. It's about young men standing up and speaking out. And it's about young women expecting respect. Look at these boys being paraded around, apologising for male violence. In recent weeks, the media has raised concerns about the new national school curriculum. How come no one cares that across Australia there are programs in school curriculums which are presenting men as toxic, aggressive and dangerous? Programs which totally ignore women's violence. This is the South Australian Child Protection course, which is part of the curriculum from kindergarten to high school. Three years ago, a teacher, Christopher Vogel, did a master thesis showing that these programs totally ignore women's violence and contain example after example of men and boys behaving badly, boys bullying girls, men attacking women, threatening them, raping them. In Victoria, there's a Respectful Relationships program which has been in place for three years. It's also all about shaming boys, teaching them that the normal male behaviour is toxic, dangerous to women and can lead to murder. This is the story of how gender inequality contributes to the murder of one Australian woman almost every week. Even though both his parents work, on the weekends his mum does the housework while dad watches sport. When he cries about being bullied at school, his dad tells him to stop being such a girl and just punch him right back. In such a world, disrespect and hostility is excused and violence against women is far more likely. Schools should be telling the truth about violence, teaching children to stand up against violence against everybody. The Mothers and Sons campaign is seeking parents to come forward with evidence showing their boys are being shamed. We'll take this to local media to expose what's happening to our boys in our schools. You can also get the Mothers of Sons Facebook page and watch the launch of the campaign where we talked to teachers and other experts and exposed the damaging impact of this anti-male propaganda in our schools. The plan is to put the call out to parents as well as teachers, ex-teachers or ex-pupils to contact our team who will help them compile evidence of shaming programs in their schools so that we can present it to the local media. Parents are often too nervous to speak out for fear their sons will be targeted, but they can remain totally anonymous whilst mothers of sons deal with the media. We assume that given the current media interest in boy shaming, there will be small town newspapers that will be happy to feature stories about their local schools and hopefully we'll find some stories deserving national prominence. All of the information for parents who wish to come forward is now on the Mothers of Sons website homepage. You will see that we're asking people, ideally, to provide evidence in the form of photographs or relevant pages in school curriculum videos, photos of, or videos of photos of the white ribbon events and similar activities. Here's your chance to take action if you have been shocked to discover that this is happening in our schools. 
Think hard about the people you know who have been children at school or else parents whose children have left school in recent years, ex-teachers or ex-pupils. Alert them to the information on our website and share the meme on social media. There's also a flyer you can download and print out to put up on community notice boards or hand out at sports events or similar activities attracting parents. The shaming of our boys will continue unless the silent majority shows we want this dangerous propaganda removed from our schools. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.